the wait is over. Welcome Hello. back to Minus 16, Alex. Two weeks. Another two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And this morning, I think I've got loads of time. And then literally, I got in touch with you and said, are we still on for four? Because we were recording this on Friday afternoon, four o'clock UK. And uh, surprisingly, we both, <laughs> we both actually made it with that one to say, that can I have yeah. another hour. But you said your afternoon. Well, I, I was kind that of... close. Yeah, I was that close to saying, can we delay it? But, you know, the, it was... It was never going to happen anyway. My video, I was in the middle of an edit and I finished all my meetings about 2 p.m., 2.30. Yeah. I thought, okay, I got a couple of hours. I can finish the video. But it, yeah, I, I got I got about seven minutes out of the 12 that I needs editing. So it's still 12? halfway through, really. Man, 12, you're slacking. You're, I'm used to 20 minute movies from you now. Yeah, just see, I, those videos do <laughs> that really was a well. big one, wasn't it? That and, was and a people, big one. People love those, but uh, there are, they take two weeks to make. At least, yeah. yeah. I think what people, I'm sure, I don't know if they realise or not, because when before I, when I used to sit and just watch YouTube and didn't get involved with making it, I think, and even I've been involved with radio, so mm -hmm. I've had an idea sort of media-ishy things. You don't realise just how long it takes to go out and shoot B-roll and then to remember what you've shot, mm. to remember if you shot it on an Android or an iPhone where you've got which library yeah. you've got to go to to find it, and it takes so much work, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, it, it, it depends how how you know, the type of video as well. If, if it's just a, you know, a talking head, a conversation, then that's easy, right? It's barely cutting. But mm. most of our videos involve getting extra shots, you know, detailed shots and, you know, testing things outside. And yeah, it, it's, um, especially with smartphone stuff, I've got to be honest, I'm, I'm getting fed up with reviewing smartphones now. Because, <laughs> <laughs> How's the channel um, going to pivot then? Where are you going to go with it? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I actually enjoy the, the the result, you know, but I don't enjoy kind of, you know, going through everything that you need to do. But yeah, because you end up not really appreciating some stuff, you know, and, and for example, I want to test gaming for the video, but mm -hmm. I don't end up enjoying the game itself. You know, I, I'm aware <laughs> that I'm, you know, am I in focus? Am I, is the audio good enough? You know, I'm not actually enjoying the experience of playing the game. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure everyone's the same when you're reviewing something. It's, yeah, you're not yeah. really appreciating it. And also when things turn up now, when the pixel turned up, for instance, it sat mm. there on the desk for two days, I think, because you just look at it and it, it sounds ridiculously precocious and sport. And I promise you it's not meant to come across that way. Mm -hmm. But it, you know it's just another thing to get out, log into and use. When it yeah. used to be you're getting a phone, a personal phone that you've been saving for, looking forward to, it had a different mm -hmm. feeling, didn't it? And I know it yeah. does sound very precious, I know, but you know exactly what I'm meaning. Yeah, yeah, and, and you can get out of hand. I mean, and I, I was actually quite good this month because, you know, I was a lot of people in bo on both uh, the UK, the main channel and the Brazilian channel were asking me to review the the new foldable device by Oppo, no, OnePlus, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, OnePlus, yeah, yeah. OnePlus Open. And I really wanted to, and, and I was very, very tempted, you know, but I was like, you know what, I'm so behind, I've done... I think two videos on the Pixel, which is brand new. Uh, like I said, you know, it's just sitting here now, like not doing much. The iPhone is still pretty fresh. And there's so much, you know, that I want to talk. There's new OS that Samsung just delivered, One US, One, One UI 6. So there's, there's enough content, right? It's just, mm. there's no excuse really for me to go out, buy a brand new device and then do a video. Again, probably rushed and not paying attention to detail. And yeah, you'll probably get decent views, you know, a little bit of growth. But I want to, I want to try and stay focused. Sometimes, you know, just kind of not, not too. I mean, it's already bad enough, right? 
<laughs> every week is like so much to to do. There was a phone, I think actually, because I did sit down the other night. I'll give you a bit of background. Your 20 mm. minute I'd had in mind to watch it. And on the day, I think the day after you put it up, I think you put it up on Tuesday, I want to say. I don't even remember, yeah. Tuesday. Anyway, on Wednesday, <laughs> I had a bit of an incident. I was going to say I had a bit of a turn. That's a bad plan word. So I was rushing. I, I was wanted to, again, get back to editing. I didn't mm-hmm. have any food at home. So I thought, right, there's a cafe around the corner. I pegged it around to the cafe to get some, some food for lunch. Thought, get back, right. just carry on eating and working. Fecking fell off the pavement in a pothole, did my ankle. It's now currently the size of a lemon. It is huge. You know that newsreader thing, if you could see what's beneath this desk, I'm sitting here trying to rest my foot. It's so painful. Oh, no. And that night I sat there with ice on watching. So it's perfect because I had 20 minutes. I couldn't go anywhere. So I had a full 20. That's when I messaged you after. So I just watched all your video from beginning to end. So I'm good. I'm good for your attention because I watched the whole thing start to finish all Thank the you. way through. <laughs> and I Thank think you. you actually, I think you mentioned a phone in there that I've never had my hands on that kind of interests me. Did you mention the Sony? experience there yeah so that's another one that i've you know it's been, I know it's been about a few Sony's. months now that it's been released and i i didn't get the one last year uh and i, I just want to try the phone because it's it's kind of a you know as an enthusiast it's a niche isn't it phone, yeah yeah it's not really a one that for the masses but isn't it maybe a sensational camera the, on there yeah it's probably the best yeah. from a specs perspective and it can do some crazy things like you know, you can stream for it effectively um, outdoors and just, just mm. take it and that becomes everything, you know. Um, and I've seen some people do that. Um, and it's, yeah, I think that's a proper pro phone. Um, what like sort of money are, do they go you know, for? I've not even looked at prices. <laughs> what sort of money are they, are they at? They're not cheap. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> Oops, it's, okay. it's around 13, 1400, if not more uh, here in the UK. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you had a Sony? Have you used one? Back in the day when they were a Sony Ericsson, so it doesn't Ooh, count really. Yeah, you know, yeah, do you remember those days? They were like, I think they were the first camera phones, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, they, it had a tiny little camera on it. Yeah. No, you, you said that and it kind of interests me because I've heard of people talking about the Sonys and I just thought, oh, that could be an interesting, I know you just said you're getting bored of phones. And I thought, well, that's an interesting spin because that is very niche, mm. but very high end, very quality again. Isn't yeah, it? you won't get views. Um, you know, it's not the sort of video that will <laughs> get a lot of views. I don't need that. That's, that's 100% sure. But I just want to try it because, you know, it's, 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 I think it helps as well getting a, a sense of what's out there right, in terms yeah. of tech. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of the... The other manufacturers, they will they will use. I mean, I think the iPhone uses Sony, either the sensor or, or yes, it's a sensor. Yeah, because Tim was out. Right? At, yeah, Tim yeah. was out at Sony just before, halfway through the year, I think, before the fifteen came out. So that's where the giveaway. We knew that we're getting a new Sony yeah. sensor in there. So, so just before we we're going to talk M three in a minute, but while still talking phones, um, I know in your last video you were shooting. Well, it was all about iPhone fifteen, and of course we know that you're now a, a Samsung S twenty three user. Um, and if the gods are kind, I would like to try and get a Samsung because that's the only one of the three flagships putting Sony to one side that I've not owned and yeah, used for any January. period of time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, but the 15 now, I've just done my uh, going to be a terrible self plug here. I've got, I have got a members newsletter. If you haven't subscribed yet, it's totally free and it's just a video, like 10, 15 minute video. I send it every Sunday. Uh, just chit-chatting about what's going on. And I know you sometimes watch it, but I actually finally this week shot that on the iPhone 2 SSD ProRes mm. log. Now, you've got more photographic knowledge and background than me. You know I've come to it lately, and I've really loved it. I was trying to shoot log, and I was having so many problems. Oh, really? Um, uh, yeah, everything 
was overexposed and I couldn't work out why. So where I'm, I'm using the Canon now, I very nearly use the iPhone today, but I'm using the Canon. I've got mm. the big key light 100% on. I've got another fill 100%. When I sit here with the iPhone, I have to have those throttle back to about 25%. They're right, right down. Otherwise, mm. I'm just totally blown out. Is that kind of usual with log? It depends how you recording. Yes. In fact, you're meant to record in, in, on cameras anyway. You're meant to record like a one stop or two stop higher. So that you can dial it down in in the edit. In post, yeah. um, so my Sony, for example, is is hard hardcore, like not hardcore, but on the hardware you can you have a you have a button to like plus one, plus two, uh, it goes up to like plus five maybe. Right. So you kind of crank up the the exposure on purpose for right. for shooting log. Yeah. Uh, so I do that. But uh, on the phone, I was going to ask: Do you use like the the standard camera app to do this? No. Or, or are you using? I I spent all last weekend playing with the Black Magic app right so i tell you what you're gonna I, I i that's why i was asking because if you were using the, the 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 standard camera the iphone will sort itself out later yeah yeah but because you're using the black magic app i'm guessing a lot of the things you're dialing in manually all the exposure the f so yeah the yeah the iso certainly i mean white balance i've decided that is a whole game i don't want to get into i'll just leave that yeah, auto yeah, unlocked the, yeah the, the the reason is is overexposed is because um yeah you you know the, the iPhone is not calculating the uh, the three what's the, the 180 degree rule. Yeah. So if you've got like a you know a, a 30 frames per second, you should be recording at one uh, 160th. Yes. Yeah. So for that, you're gonna need an ND filter basically. That's the short. Uh huh. Short right, version. Yeah, yeah. I actually so to- yeah I carry one with me now for the, for the phones. Could you be using one in your video, weren't you? Yeah, and, and because the phones got so good now with video. Mm. Um, but there is that problem. If you don't want to use the auto, which, you know, the auto is fantastic. I mean, I, this morning I used 4K24 outside in just a standard 4K. Um, but if you in, the use, I, in the iPhone app? Yeah, on the iPhone, just you, a standard right, yeah. camera, yeah. Because, you know, sometimes yeah. you just, like, I just want a quick, I think in this case it's like a 10 second. I want to just say something in the intro. Mm. Um, but on the same video, I wanted to show off the ProRes capabilities and, you know, add my LUTs and that stuff. So for that, I use an ND filter, and and later, you know, the shot is then uniquely yours, right? So you made that shot look the way you wanted it to look. Oh, what do you do? How do you play with? Because in a, I've got, I'm thinking I'm going to make a video for mm. absolute novice beginners because I was struggling to find the information. Mm. Uh, everybody is when all the videos I was watching was assuming that you had some knowledge, and I suppose fairly so because if you're interested in shooting log and using LUTs you're probably thinking you've got some knowledge, but there's going to be other people out there like me that are coming to this new and finding out for themselves. And it was yeah. only because I spent hours. Uh, you know I'm a nerd, so I just spent hours until I got it dialed in. Yeah. And the newsletter that's gone out today, I'm actually pretty happy with. And the funny thing is I've wasted money. I'm not going to mention the creators that I bought, but I bought two sets of LUTs, uh, so the, the color correction back to 709, and then some cinematic. You know, They both sell all the same sort of things. I'll tell you after two they were. And they look crap. The best correction log I found was the Blackmagic one. It was brilliant. Yeah, I think it depends on the software you use as well. Um, with Final Cut, because it's Apple, mm. um, there's an Apple log in there. So when you bring the, the footage in now, luckily, you know, I mean, it wasn't the case with the 14 Pro Max, um, mm. especially if you film in HDR, which is, as I said to you, I think it was your Pixel video. The Pixel video, yeah, yeah. Anything that's got HDR up until recently, because now even HDR footage when it comes into Final Cut seems to be auto correct. The color seems to be okay now. 
and mm. the HDR aspect is there. But it's still not as nice as when you play back on the phone. You know, it's still not as as good. And I'm, you know, I'm not sure if it's my monitor or, or whatever. Like sometimes mm. you've got to calibrate the stuff as well. But it's just not. I don't think it's the same quality. It's, it's, it's doing some conversion, but you're not getting what you've recorded. Um, but in Final Cut now, you've got Apple Log, which will you know will help anyone. You know, you don't need to buy a LUT basically. The LUTs will come in handy. And doing color correction yourself and color grading yourself mm. uh, is great to then make, like I said, you know, make your make make the shot uniquely yours. And there are so many good ones out there. I I bought a few uh, before. I ended up, you know, picking settings that I like within Alert, and then just keeping that, and then adjusting. So I ended up. I think at the moment, so you I've got a mix preset of, for yourself. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of my own, but I kind of nicked. LUTs mm. from other people and then mm. kind of mm. layer them on top and adjusted the dial so that sometimes, you know, if you apply a LUT and it goes so crazy, you know, like the colors are immense. So you have to really adjust it to the way you like it. Um, yeah. And, and actually in Final Cut now with the stuff that I use, again, not, not an ad here, but I use Vmotion, uh, Motion VFX, sorry. Yep. They, they have some built-in presets that, you know, that come with that. They're called the Cinematic something right amazing yeah, yeah. expensive as hell but, <laughs> but it looks so, awesome and i'm using that in, in the video for tomorrow and it's it looks it, if i say to you i filmed this on <clears throat> on the a7s3 or even a kind of an fx3 or whatever people will believe it because it looks yeah. cinematic it looks soft it doesn't look like you know sharp over sharpened like a, a normal smartphone footage does yeah, that, I mean, now I've got it some, I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's by far the best that I've done. I mean, the file size was crazy, as you'd mm. expect. Uh, it was a 14-minute newsletter and it was a 60-gig file. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'll bring that around to the M3 in a minute. Um, but so, but luckily, it, it transferred very quickly off of the SSD. You know, it's perfectly, I mean, edited it on the SSD, actually, that particular little thing, just because it was a newsletter. There was nothing, you know, there wasn't any chopping to do. It was just a mm. straight 15 minutes. But uh, yeah, and now I've seen what it's capable of in my own hands and eyes. I'm beginning to think, you know what, that that camera is pretty bloody special. It's legit. It wasn't, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's probably the one reason, well, it's not probably, it is the one reason why I'm not sending the phone back. I mean, I'm not even kidding. The phone doesn't have a SIM card on it. I do nothing on it all day, but mm. I use it for video. And mm. it's, it's crazy, right? Because it's, a, it's a, a bit of a waste. You know, the, the smartphone itself, um, I'm kind of getting used to it. Kind of, you know, my video about, about it tomorrow will include uh, some some useful things that I found with the action button, which is like, okay. Why uh, I saw something on Twitter, I think, you put up, didn't you? Yeah. I won't ruin it, but I saw something is, on Twitter. Which is why it's taking long as well. The, the video is quite, you know, kind of a bit of a tutorial in the middle there that, that shows people how to mm. get the action button to be more useful. Mm -hmm. um, and there's, there's loads of stuff online anyway. You know, I'm not the first one to come up with this stuff, but it's, it's now, you know, I'm getting to a point where actually, okay, I can, I can see myself using this, maybe not as my main device right now, but I can not feel bad actually, having it and collecting dust here. You know, at least it can mm -hmm. be more useful. So you yeah, for, you, for you on the, on the, on the whole, just to close the loop on the overexposure stuff. Yeah, definitely get a, an ND filter. There are plenty out there. I'll leave a link. I'll, sh I'll, yeah, I'll share a link yeah, in the notes. Yeah, I was going to say, let's get a link in, in the show notes for that one because I'll probably yeah. go and buy it myself anyway. So then if you're using an ND, um, how does that affect the color correction? Because you're putting an ND on on top of a yeah, footage, right? Depend, depending on the one you get. I mean, there are 
like like for lenses, right? I've got an ND filter on right now, even though I'm in the studio. Mm-hmm. If I don't have it, I will be, and I am at the moment. If you look at this bit here, I'm actually overexposed here. Oh yeah, on the cheek, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I could do, I could do with a bit of dialing in a little bit more on the on the mm-hmm. ND filter. But yeah, it just it just change the color a little bit. And if if you buy one that's too cheap and you know like an Amazon one, no, no brand one, you see some um, some vignetting as well, which is mm-hmm. not great. So. But there are some brands out there, you know, KF Concept is a good one. Um, I use one from Sandmark. They're excellent and they're variable. Okay. So, you know, oh, if, so it's, you, if, it's not, if it's not that sunny, you can, it's like sunglasses, but you can adjust, them, you know, the, the strength. Mm. So, um, you yeah, know, absolutely. And, and the one I've got is just a, a clip on, but, the, you know, the, there's ones that you can buy a case and then they, they kind of oh. attach to the case. For me, that's too much. I just... I'd like to keep the phone flexible, right? And this thing is quite small. You know, it goes in a little, a little pouch, and it's. Um, Have you yeah. shot in your studio on in log on the iPhone? I just wondered where you find oh, any ISO was. I I don't use it in the studio because when I'm in the studio, I've got the bigger cameras here anyway, right? So I think yeah. most of the time I, I have done it before that I don't know. It will be standard 4K. Because usually, if, if I'm if I'm using the iPhone in the studio, is because I'm about to upload. I'm in a rush, and I need five seconds of a clip. I forgot or something. So the video that I'm thinking of making is a lot of people now will be buying phones for content creation, right? They'll be in our position, and yeah. they'll be wanting to buy a phone that can double up as a camera. So I thought it'd be quite interesting to do a, a, a comparison between 4K 24 log and then the Pixel 8 as well in perfect yeah. conditions or as good of conditions as we can make. I thought that could make for an interest. And that's given my game away. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I was going to be rushing out that video before I make it now. But I've had the yeah. idea that, that could just be an interesting video to go through and, and have a look at the differences. Because tell you what, it makes running a huge gun. difference. The thing is, with the iPhone, I mentioned this, I think, in that 20-minute video. Maybe I didn't include it, actually. But I, did, I mentioned it and I cut it out. But, yeah, it was basically, you know, the kind of the motion, right? When you move your hands like that, there's that, that motion blur. Mm. That ND filter will help you as well with that. So if, if it's if it's way too bright, but you want to keep you know keep the bokeh behind you, for example, then you know the ND filter when you crank up, I don't know, to ND thirty six, thirty two, or whatever. You know, so it's really mm. dark. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the job it will do is you know you obviously keep you in focus, but also make sure that there's that natural motion blur. And it's it's silly, it's almost unconscious. Why unconscious? You're not really watching for that stuff. But you notice the difference. It, it will f- it will feel more natural, uh, more cinematic, as I say. And of course, uh, as you know, my Canon used to be your Canon, so you know the camera very well. As you know, mm. that doesn't shoot in log, so I've not been used to using LUTs. Now this is going to yeah. make me sound like a complete yeah. novice, and but I'd like to be honest with with people that bother to watch us and listen to us. I didn't realise when I was playing with the Black Magic app last weekend. I didn't realise that you could have a display LUT. So I was looking at it as grey log. And no wonder I didn't know what it was going to yeah, look like. Yeah, you can apply I, a letter, which is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So is that normal? So when you say you're shooting on your Sony, have you got a display no, like when you're... No, oh, you're most not? cameras don't have that, yeah. Ah. I mean, if I attach my Sony to my Ninja 5, the the monitor, then mm. I can load my LUTs to the monitor. So I, what I'm seeing in the monitor is what I'll probably, you know, very close to what I'm going to see later. Right, uh, yeah. In the, in the final video. But if it's out of the ah. camera, yeah, you're just seeing... This, gray looking you know very washed out 
obviously last weekend I was getting nowhere because I was looking at this grey thing and then I, I suddenly again I told mm. you I spent I, I did spend hours last weekend I mean how yeah. I got away with it at home I do not know because I <laughs> my head was down looking for tutorials and trying to learn this black magic app and I was taking little clips of footage the whole time and, trying, and then I found I went into the settings into like display lots what's that doing it bam ah now I can kind of see what I'm shooting yeah some new cameras do that um but yeah, my, my camera doesn't do that. You have to attach uh, it to a monitor to do it. So yeah, the, the, the app, that app is, it's, stunning, it's, isn't a, it? it's amazing how it's free, right? Because yeah. it does so much. And if people are yeah. getting an app, by the way, and you're using it with iPhone, the Blackmagic uh, color correction lot that I was just talking about, you can uh, download that to your Mac as well. So I've now got that for Premiere. So I can mm -hmm. look at the, as you were just saying, I can look at the display on the, on the iPhone. And what I'm doing when I'm shooting with it, I'm actually mm. mirroring it to a MacBook Air. So I'm getting a pretty good display of what I'm yeah. seeing. Um, and then when I, by the time I go into Premiere, it's pretty similar. So yeah, yeah it's been a good week of finding. And just awesome. totally off topic, um, that new Sony camera that's come out, have you been hearing about this? It shoots 120 frames a second. I don't even know what it looks like. I've, I've seen some tweets about it. I, yeah. I haven't, yeah. Makes me shut up. So M3, mm -hmm. um, I've been very, very impressed with it. The only time I made it break was just before we started recording when I had that uh, ProRes footage on there. It didn't want Remind to... Remind me what, what you bought again? The cheapest. I bought just the basic 8 gig, 256, the cheapest. What, iMac? Or... IMac yeah, iMac oh. M3. Uh, I've always loved iMacs. I've worked on them for years and years and years. I feel they are the Maciest of all Macs. Something about sitting... And this week, sitting in front of an iMac again working just made me feel happy. I don't know why. I've got a beautiful MacBook Pro, really heavily specced, and just, I don't know, it was sitting working on an iMac, just felt, I, I, I don't know, it could just be, but interestingly, my video last week actually did pretty well for me, and, um, you know, just under 10,000 views and 100 and odd subs off of it, and it's done all right. Nice. But the nice thing that was coming through out of that, the amount of people that said, I miss iMac, I miss a 27-inch iMac, mm. I can't see they're going to make it now, I kind of think that that ship has sailed, um, I've got two got here in the studio of the really old ones. I don't know what to do with them. They, they look amazing, right? but they're, yeah. they're still, I think one of, yeah, they both still have this CD thing on the side. Oh yeah. I've got one. You can't just behind yeah. me over there. There's one the of the DVD. 2010 ones. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're very yeah. square boxy ones. So this mm. week it's, it, I did a test of the video coming out. It actually comes out just after we finished recording. It comes out at seven o'clock tonight. And um, the M3 I did. I, I took last week's video file, just a straight twenty-minute unedited, nothing on it. All I did was marking in and out, put it onto the M1 Max, and then onto the M3. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, it encoded it and rendered it quicker on the M1, but it exported quicker on the M3 by four minutes. I mean, considerably quick. Now, okay, it's just a very. There was no edits on there. Mm -hmm. But it, it shows what it's capable of. The fans yeah. haven't spun up at all, and that's kind of why I wanted to go for the cheapest one because I thought, well. If I can just see what M3 is all about before it's dressed up and pimped. That would give yeah, me a good idea. Yeah, and I think I, the export will, will rely a lot on the on the media engine, right? Um, mm -hmm. But when you're actually editing, uh, that's when memory will, will come into play and exactly. a little bit of processing as well. Right? If, if you're applying lots and applying lots of, you know, lots of different frame rates and whatever. Yeah. Well, the, but, the, uh, you, yeah, the export is mostly media engine. Well, reliance. I wonder if that's that dynamic caching as well coming into play. Um, I, it's, mm. as you, it's got, you know, it just seems something in the background was working. I think that's that just, constantly being used, isn't it? Because it, yeah, it's, it seems it's every be. operation, isn't it? That completely. That, yeah, I've been, it uses memory. 
I mean, I think I would imagine in January we'll probably get a Mac Mini with the M3 Pro. And mm-hmm. as that's not, you know, I'm not saying this sounds silly, but, you know, it's only five, six hundred pounds. I think that would be then a very interesting experiment to buy that against my mm-hmm. M1 Max. I'm sure the M, I mean, the kind of the ethos of the video that's going up is I think Apple have just got a problem in how they're going to convince us to spend money. Because you've got that, an that's, M. That's, I'm on that camp, right? I, um, I've got the M1 Max MacBook Pro here, 64 yeah, yeah. gig of RAM, apart from storage, completely maxed out, right? The, the, the highest spec you can get. It's absolutely, I mean, I, I can't think, even if it's 20% faster or even if it was 100% faster, the M3, um, it's 100% faster than 10 minutes to export, which is the, the, the longest thing that I need to wait for, which is exporting a video. Yeah, It's going to be five minutes instead of 10. Is it worth me? And I, you know, I, I don't know how much I would sell this for, right? I paid over four grand for it. And it's, Same as, yeah. I looked yeah, at my so original... Kind of I, yeah, I don't see the, the financial aspect. I no, mean, from a content perspective, I'll probably buy it and, and make videos about it, but it's, I just don't, and, don't see the, a way of justifying it personally. And that, that's, well, that is the title of my video, Apple Silicon's Got Big Problems. Uh, yeah, clickbait, mm. but it's absolutely true because I made the point, even if I was, like you just said, that was a 20-minute file I exported, and I know your last video ended up that, but generally we're not doing that. But I said, even if I was exporting 20-minute files, I only do it once a week. If I was doing it yeah. three times a day, five days a week, okay, yeah. then you'd think saving five, ten minutes a day, yeah, per edit, that's... that's but, yeah. you know, if you're and exporting... It, I, I, it doesn't add up, does it? These machines uh, are so good. It, it's started to... I've started to notice more little hiccups here and there it's like before we started the stream right i couldn't at the, uh, the recording of the pod i couldn't get the um uh, the, the this teleprompter that i got to to register that is a new mm. monitor mm. so using the same cable that i used before exactly the same setup that i used before and it just didn't recognize the sd card nine times out of ten it doesn't work anymore so i have to use a hub to get my oh, really? my, my sd reader to to Oh, so yours is showing signs of age then? So there are things that are starting to like for no reason, right? Because I, mm. this thing is in, when on, when you look at the shell, there's no dents, no nothing. I mean, I, I look after it, but um, mm. yeah, it's just I, t- I don't know. Um, and I always sleep as well. Sometimes you close the lid and is you know or, or set it to sleep, and it doesn't go to sleep. It's just like st- so. I think this the, the little hinge internally that's probably showing signs of wear and tear. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, so take I, it, I, yours doesn't move much, does it? Like mine, I don't try not to I, move. No, I move it much. a lot. I move it a lot every oh, day. It comes with me because sometimes I, I, you know, do as much as I can in the studio, go home, have dinner with the family, and then mm. and then later on I'll, I'll get back on and edit from home. Mm-hmm. So no, it comes with me every day. But it goes in, in a in a sleeve, and then it goes mm-hmm. from the sleeve into a into a bag, like a protective bag as well from. <laughs> No, it's got a really nice shell. So even if I drop the bag, it won't. Nothing will happen to this. So it's just it's just getting to a point where maybe it is approaching its end. But it, it flies through the stuff. Um, you know, all, all my. I think in the last year, I had one incident where you know I had to. I think it was two weeks ago when we were recording podcasts as yeah. well. Right? I was trying to export and it it just crashed halfway through. There's another but, like I think that was a half an hour long one. But was that not a final cut issue rather than a Mac I issue? I don't know. I don't know because you know it, it just worked after without me doing anything. So it's kind of right. 
unexplained why why he crashed. But yeah, but, it, nothing yeah, I mean, making me making me go right. I need a new one, basically. But, no, and I, I think they have. And you and I are not power users, but we're certainly higher end users by the nature of what we do, being audio and video work and photo, you know, multi layered Photoshop document things like that. Uh, and if people aren't using them to that extent, then mm. they're never going to make these things sweat. As okay, on that M3, I know you vision effects, isn't it? That's one you you use your package. Uh, motion, just effects, motion, yeah. motion. I use Film Impact. They're they're great for yeah, Premiere. They're quite lightweight, actually. Yeah, I mean, it depends. Yeah, how many of those you add to the video? Because exactly. Um, but you know, if you're using just a couple and just graphic stuff like text and flying things, you know, it's not, it's not mm. really going to do much. No, no. Um, so I think next week I might try editing a bit heavy on the M3 and see where that gets me. You know, I'll have the the M1 because the, the, the iMac stays here in the studio, not at home. So, again, that was one of those classic examples. I got it last week and then I didn't see it all weekend. I, I didn't yeah. need to come in here. And I had this lovely brand new Mac I wanted to sit and play with. It just wasn't with me. But yeah. so no, far. I still have I've the M2 to... MacBook Air. How much do you use that? Not not that much, to be honest. But if I if I go to London for work or whatever, then I take that instead of the the pro, because it's lighter and and I get a lot done on it. You know, when when I editing, you know, is is not a problem. Exporting would take longer, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not using the internal uh, SSD. I'm using external drives all the time. Mm-hmm. But you know, it it's not it's not slow by any means, and that's a 16 gig one, so it's got plenty of memory and an m2 chip in it so it's well i was i mean yeah. yours is 60 your your m1 you say 64 gig i got 32 gig of course now they go up to 128 i'm just thinking jesus yeah that's some serious i mean i i i mean i i look at myself when it's busy and i'm not using 64 gig i'm using maybe gets up almost at 40 sometimes when i've got like mm-hmm. lightroom photoshop final cut dozens of browsers open about browser tabs open Taps your hand. and it's like 30 40 gig which is a lot, so it is getting you know getting used, but not it's not reaching sixty four k. And just to prove that I do watch your videos, I remember when you did your M two video back in the summer. Um, you did a big sort of Lightroom test, and you threw loads of images into Lightroom, didn't you? you applied yeah, some presets yeah. and exporting, and it handled it really easily, didn't it? Yeah, th- those are tests that I'm, I'm not a photographer, but I ask my viewers like sometimes they come in and they say, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm trying to do this." So I asked them, you know, give me a test that you normally run yourself. And they say, yeah, try importing 100 images in, in Lightroom Classic, not the standard Lightroom, and applying, uh, you know, a, a preset on, on all of them at, well, as you import and export them. And, you know, it's stuff that used to take a long time. Mm. Another one is to um, do AI denoise, which is a feature in Lightroom Classic. Again, grab 200 photos and apply that. Right. These days it takes seconds, right? But you used to take, you, yeah, you have to go and grab a cup of coffee or make a cup of tea. But now it's just, regardless of it, the M1, M2, they're all, you know, the difference will be one minute and a half to two minute and a half. You know, it's not really. Yeah. We, we are seriously spoiled. I mean, we've got such great machines around us. I mean, I know yeah. that you've made the switch to Android from iPhone, but it sounds like you're pretty much staying Mac come what may, aren't you? The workflow you oh, want yeah. I Oh, I, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change it to an Intel machine at all. I have a, just behind me here, there's a gaming. Gaming rig. one. Because you built that, didn't that, you, this that year? That's a beast as well. That's a an i9, you know, with a, a RTX 4090. So, you know, overkill for even the top games today. Mm. But yeah, if, if if I want to edit videos on that and, and load Premiere on that or whatever, that would fly 
through as well. So yeah, I think that's, there's more than just the power as well. There's the experience of using, you know, Mac for, for video editing. It's just something and I think is, is Intel different. Intel on the game, the game one, is, is that silent? I presume not. There's fans on there that spin up, are there? They're very quiet. Yeah. And I, I, right. I spent, I think it's, you know, quite a bit of money on, on getting, getting the fans that are, are quiet. The case itself is quite, quite sealed up and mm. yes. Yeah, that video tanked as well. <laughs> I should do more on it. The thing is, you know, you, you do a video and then and you kind of get disheartened, right? Um, that's what you said, but that's I, what you... I spent a lot of time building that thing and yeah, the video just like a few thousand Yeah, videos. but as you said, it means, it, we, you know, there's a couple of videos I'm thinking of making that are, are things that I would just like to make a video about, but I know they won't get views on because it's, you know, it's such, such a weird kind of niche I don't know, editing thing or something I've come across that, uh, and it's, you know, it's so weird. YouTube is the weirdest thing, right? We can say that every week, but you know, I, I noticed recently that it's like a video I made two, two and a half years ago about air tags. Whenever they came out, I did a video mm. and I was probably not even scripting at the time. It was one of my first, it was within my first 10 videos. So you can imagine why right, the quality was like horrible. I had no script. So it was, it was a ramble basically. Um, and the amount of views that gets and people are like constantly still every day commenting on it. And I'm like, please don't watch that video. There's so many, there's 300 other videos that you could be watching that are yeah. miles better than that. Yeah. yeah. But YouTube keeps pushing them, you know, it's yeah, crazy. I've got, I've got one silly shot like that. I did about side loading. I did it. Mm. wasn't quite my bedroom, but it was kind of one of the, like you say, virtually no effort yeah. and virtually no graphics on it. And, and it's one of like you, I still keep getting comments about when sideloading coming, yada, da, EU, you know, and it keeps getting views and comments. And it's not really all that good. It was a bit of news on that day. Yeah. I think it's been, and, uh, in my case, whenever there's some news about AirTags, and I think recently, like, uh, was it a city uh, in, in America gave AirTags to everybody? And my title is something like AirTag Secrets. But when you go into the video, I don't actually mention the secrets. <laughs> There's probably no secrets, but, but I don't mention anything until the end of the video. Anyway, it was a horrible video, and but people watching. Most most of the comments now is, "What was this video I just watched?" You know, it's yeah, like yeah. It just rambled, and it's like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> yeah, take that machine. So, talking of things that played right right into our hands just before we started recording, of course, um, RCS is coming to iPhone, sort of. Yeah. Well, it is. It is coming to iPhone. Yeah. Late next year, from what I gather. Um, and the latest news is it is still going to be green bubbles. It's pretty much been confirmed now. It will still be green bubbes. <laughs> I but, made a short video today about, about having you? my plug video, but it was like, I bet Apple, I mean, they could do out of spite, right? Not, not even make it green, but make it brown just to kind of you know, <laughs> <Totally>. look like <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's kind of been quite a week because, of course, I think it was Tuesday, Carl Pay put up this video saying, I don't think Apple are going to be very pleased. I don't think Apple are going to watch it. I don't think Tim Cook will have anything to say on it. Less than 48 hours. Left. So basically, I don't know uh, if, if people have caught up with the news. Carl Pay, Nothing Phone, and I've done some videos on Nothing this year. They brought out this thing called Nothing Chat, only for mm -hmm. Nothing Phone 2. And it kind of brings iMessage to your Nothing Phone 2. You get blue bubbles, yeah. you can send high-res videos, you get read receipts, all of that. The one, I was reading about it a silly hour this morning. For some reason, I was working at 4.30 this morning. Don't know why. I had, a, <laughs> I had an idea in my mind, you know what it's like. And then I was in bed and I thought I can either lie here thinking about it or just go and write. So off I went. Anyway, so when I was reading... 
The bit that's kind of a bit worrying is that you have to sign into this app with your Apple ID. And this mm-hmm. Apple ID is held, he's admitted, on a Mac Mini server center. Now, having just had a close brush with, you know, identity on being online, and I mm-hmm. wouldn't want to give my Apple ID over with all the information that holds to it. I would yeah. feel very, I'm not suggesting nothing, uh, aren't trying to be careful, but that Apple ID, I mean, after that last scale I had, you know, I've changed it to this most unrecognizable, strong password. I would not want to be giving that out. It holds too much information. And I think for the benefit of getting iMessage on my nothing phone too, it's not a price or risk that I'd be willing to pay. Yeah. yeah I've been having the discussion with a few people online because, you know, when I, as soon as I saw that, because I, I don't know, I've been, I've been talking about this for at least two years in almost every single video. I, I, I made a, I make a, some, some sort of mention about this, right? And my most recent one was about the ecosystem. And I, and I, and I talk about this, like, it's so stupid, right? Because it's, mm. it's all about Apple kind of trying to retain people in their, in their ecosystem. And the iMessage is this, probably one of the strongest reasons, right? Especially in America for people not to leave. Cause I, I want to keep this, um, the, you know, the, this feature. But um, I just, when, whenever, uh, I think it was, yeah, two days ago, you know, that, that CarPay announced, I, I immediately said, okay, th- this is great news, it's brave. But at the back of my mind, I knew that that wasn't going to be the, the final solution because I, and I, th- I think I said that on Twitter, I said, no, I want to, I, I like the fact that there's enough noise being made. And I even said, hopefully the EU will, will, will hear this and, and do something about it. And that was, uh, that was a joke. I didn't. I didn't know the EU was actually behind it. Yeah, <laughs> but it turns but, yeah. out that that's the reason they're doing right. The, the, there's a regulation coming in next year that they have yep. to be more friendly to um, to be it's, more you know to coexist with other technologies. Their whole like, thing is brilliant. interoperable across platform. Yeah. That they're going for these and uh, kind of the way I signed off the blog today is like I'm, I'm not necessarily saying I'm for government intervening and stepping in, but the two times they've kind of crossed into our territory this year they, with USB C. Yeah, yeah. And it, 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 I think it's good because with the size of Apple, if they're not policed somewhat, they can get things their own way yeah. so easily. I think occasionally it doesn't hurt just to rein them back in a little bit. So, and the, the DMA, the Digital Marketing Act, which is what the EU are pushing through, and this whole where we want more level playing field, and the very, very valid point they're saying that even people that can't afford the latest iPhone should still have a safe message service. They shouldn't still be relying on SMS and MMS. And, and I was going to say this because, because you mentioned, right, the, the, the stuff that CarPay was putting in with Sunbird or whatever. And it, That's it, yeah. absolutely, it, it's not the safest option to, to have anything. You know, it is encrypted. They have their um, uh, terms and conditions that say, you know, we're not going to touch your data. You know, they, they say all this mm. stuff, but I still wouldn't trust, right? That, that's no. me personally. I wouldn't trust. I like the fact that they've been brave and, and innovative putting this stuff in, but, um, but I'm more interested in the outcome, which is what, where we got, I'm, I'm a little bit, you know, I get a little bit kind of, um, cause you know, I, and I mentioned this in my ecosystem videos, like you, you mentioned that there's a security concern if you don't, if you, you know, if you go and use CarPay solution, but Apple at the moment, you know, until they implement RCS, they are responding to every Android user with S- SMS which is clear text unencrypted and and not only that right if you if you really dig into in, into uh S, um iMessage encryption mm-hmm. if you don't turn off oh who did that we're getting we're getting a thumbs up somewhere 
I, I, I just saw that. <laughs> I think I, <laughs> I think wasn't looking down it. there, but yeah. Oh yeah, you could do oh, that now. Bubbles. Yeah, that's great. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's distracting for for you listening. Uh, it's, we, yeah, no, it's not happening for me. I, I can I can do whatever, and nothing happens to me. Yeah. Oh well, that's is it just me? Well, just you. Okay. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, so that was interesting because, you know, when you, when you look at the encryption that Apple says that they have, and they say end to end encryption, it's true they do. Mm. But if you turn on iCloud backup, mm-hmm. the encryption key, and this is my knowledge out of you know um, people who know what they're talking about. If if someone knows newer details, let me know. But at the moment, what I know is, if you if you enable iCloud backup, the encryption key, which should be on your device goes to the cloud. Oh, so and that's the whole thing supposed to be on device, yeah. Any, any, anyone, including Apple, could, you know, could either ask Apple, say, you know, if, if I'm CIA or whatever, FBI, mm. <laughs> can I read this message? Apple has the techni- technology to do it, even though they claim that, you know, it's mm. an end-to-end encryption end-to-end. and it's on your device and whatever. Mm. But if you've got that turned on, then the encryption key is up there. And, you, you know, so it's, in, my, in my mind, not that safer than what CalPay, you know, is, is putting in mm. from from that aspect. But you know, they, they, they're they, they're making that decision, right? And it's well documented. They they came out. I think Frederigi, what's his name? Carl Frederigi. Craig. 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 Yeah. He said, and it was an email when they were going through the issue with Epic Games. Uh, there were a bunch of emails that, that that went public, and one of them said, "I message." Is you know enabling RCS basically would be would hurt would do us you know, more harm than good basically, mm, mm. and there was something to do with uh, it would it would not stop people it would actually remove a barrier from people uh, for them to buy Android devices to their kids. That's actually that's word for word what they said. It's like oh my gosh that that is um, yeah that that's how they they see it. So they they say they put security first, but clearly. You know, it's like, oh, it's, no, we want to keep the customers within the ecosystem. It's always, it's always money security. behind it. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, send them SMS. Yeah. I mean, when I was um, reading before writing about it this morning, if people want to find it, it's over on, on Medium, but um, mm. 85% of teenagers in the States have got an iPhone. 85%. And mm. Apple know they're getting them young. And once you've got your Apple ID and you've got your, you know, your, you probably got your um, iCloud email address, all of that that comes with it. Every and you know what it's like. It's drip, drip, drip. You start with the phone, then you've got the Mac, then you've got the iPad, then all your photos are in in iCloud. And if they get them that young, they know they are going to have a good chance of having them for many. Eighty five percent is ridiculous, and they got a fifty percent share, I think it was, of the smartphone market, and it's growing. So in mm. America, in particular, I don't know why WhatsApp isn't big there because you, obviously you, well, with the way you straddle with both phones. Do you often have the instance where somebody is trying to message you, uh, say, if, from iPhone to Android? Because I haven't had that issue. If I'm no, not using I mean, iMessage, I tend to use Telegram or WhatsApp or even exactly. in app things and, like Instagram. And, you know, and that's been my assumption for a long time. But more recently, I'm hearing a lot of people in my comments and people on, on Twitter as well saying, actually, iMessage is used a lot in, in the US. Mm. and. But they're on a one-to-one basis. But for group chats, it's you know, is WhatsApp and Telegram the same as everywhere else? Mostly, um, that's mm. what I'm I'm hearing from from people. But yeah, if if you if you've got any data on this, let us know as well. But I think, yeah, it, it was a misconception of mine that to think that because you know I I listen to people like Marquez sometimes, 
And Marquez will say, you know, he'll swear blind that iMessage is, is the default and everyone in America uses iMessage and nothing else. There's the thumbs up again. Um, I don't know I, how you're I getting that. I don't really, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not so sure anymore. I think WhatsApp and Telegram are still quite popular in America for group mm. chats. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and it's, and, and those things are, no, they've got issues of their own as well. I think Telegram, I prefer Telegram, not only because it's um, more feature rich in my view, but it's also more, more secure. It's always been more secure. I'm using that more and more now. Yeah, I, I've, mm. I've been using, I guess, most of this year. And I, I, I don't use WhatsApp hardly at all. A couple of group chats, but that's about it. Yeah. The rest of it is, is pretty much all on Telegram. Yeah, no, I, I, I love those things. And, and I would say that that's probably, you know, um, if, if people were holding on to, to, uh, to uh, I want to try an Android, but and I'm going to lose iMessage, I'd say, yeah, just use a, a third-party app. Um, even though Marquez says that, that they're not that popular in America. I, I don't know. No, I, I don't know enough people in the States. I've got a couple of friends I could possibly reach out to and see what they're using. How, how It just sounds like iMessage got it so tied up over there. I, I, mm. I don't know. but mm. um, And you said that you're using a teleprompter again. Yeah, I'm, I'm using it right now, even though it's not doing much. It's just in front of the camera doing bugger all. It's the Elgato one. And so does that mean you're, you're reading scripts on it now then? Um, I still have my other teleprompter, which is just a, a mirror and I put something under it. Yeah, same one I've got, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I still use that because there's a few issues with the Elgato. <laughs> I don't know. I want to love it and it was expensive. It was like 400 quid or something. So um, what's its USP? I don't know anything about it. So it's got this, an actual display, like a mini iPad looking like display under the, under the mirror. So instead of you right. putting your phone or an iPad or whatever yeah. under it, it's yeah. got a, a monitor. So right. you can plug the monitor into your computer mm -hmm. and, you know, through an app, you can then drag a window into it and, and that becomes, you know, whatever. So for, oh, so it's picking the script straight from your, yeah, your, your Mac into the, the actual script app is not great. It's not like the one I use, which, you know, detects my voice and yeah. it, it scrolls with my voice. Yeah. This is more like it, it just starts to, cr to scroll and you can pause it, but it means, you know, clicking is it, not the best. So, mm, mm. but the, the reason I got it is more for, um, I thought it was going to be more useful for, for that. Um, but I also thought about streaming and for streaming when it worked, it was brilliant. Now it's just not, not what, when you're live streaming. Right. Yeah. So live streaming and I used OBS last time, which was brave because I, I never really used it in anger. Mm. So I had a few issues with, you know, getting comments, for example, to, to pop up and whatever. So I, I need to do some work on that, but just the standard chat from YouTube dragging that into the in, into the monitor it was brilliant because you know mm. it, it meant i didn't look to the side to really yeah yeah the, which the, the, the chat the chat was right there and i was talking to people like looking them in the eye it was absolutely brilliant for that um but the display is a little bit uh, annoying and actually the the plastic is a bit wobbly um i had it on a on an arm from elgato as well and the thing is you know when you move the desk even though it's a little bit of movement the camera is wobbly so um mm. it's not very sturdy basically so there's a few issues with it i think it's a great idea and it would be awesome for a lot of people um that do live streaming mm -hmm. but i think for our videos there's a few things that could be better could be more could, could be sturdier and and the app for the for the script should be better as well 
I'll, get, I'll try and remember to get the link from that for you as well, actually. So we need ND filter and that. So I think people might be interested to look at it just to put in the show notes. Now we've, we've yeah, spoken yeah, about it. It literally just came out. I think uh, Patrick uh, was he, he sent me a link. So I got this came out. He, he knows I use a teleprompter. It's like, oh my gosh, mm. this looks amazing. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit, uh, I don't know. I've, and if I, was I mean, you know that. Uh, yeah, because normally Elgato are good quality. I've got a few Elgato bits and pieces. And yeah, you know, they're, I want they're to pretty love it. serious, it's aren't just, they? I don't know. It's, it's not not doing, especially when it doesn't work. It, it you know, it's got one job, which is yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's to work. Now, look, I, the same teleprompter you've got. The other, I've got sitting at the back of the studio now, and I've I've haven't read a script for a very very long yeah, time. Yeah, what and is I that used one? It. That's the um, something gear, isn't it? Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's got a gold logo on it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah a lot. Of, yeah, a lot of people use that. That works really well as long as you've got an iPad or a decent sized phone, that, and there's that yeah. app you can get with it, and it works really really well i have and a if, fantastic one called padcaster which is a tiny tiny one i think um right. quite a few people use them as well because he, yeah he, with those i can even take them outside if i want to um yeah they're, they're really good uh they're called parrot padcaster yeah padcasting yeah hmm. okay another one i need to remember <laughs> i should be keeping notes of things i need to get from you but we need some yeah. links in there and if i don't have people i mean i think people are fairly aware that we use Riverside to record this in, which I'm a huge fan of. It's, mm. It had a few niggles, like any of these things. You've got to spend some time sorting them out at the beginning. But by and large now, you know, you and I get together on this and it's pretty seamless. It's been okay. Um, I mean, we had a bumpy start, didn't we, with, with it? Yeah. But it's been, yeah. it's been great now. Yeah, It's been solid. We've got the settings down. We don't touch it. We just come in, jump onto that studio and it works. Well. But they've mm. also launched a teleprompter within Riverside now. So if you're using this to record your own video, they mm. have now got a teleprompter within Riverside itself. So the, nice. the, the script can come out. So again, you know, it's worth looking at Riverside. We've tried uh, Ecamm mm. before this and that, because that just seemed very, very flaky. It's, it's and, another beast as well. It's like OBS, isn't it? So complex. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this just kind of works. So that's that. Now yeah. on YouTube, something you're, you can try and wise me up. We spoke very briefly about it before the start. This new rule about we can't place our ads is there any real difference going on there? Is, is there something I'm missing out on? Um, not as far as I can tell. Obviously, they're, they're doing it because, you know, they probably see a, a better way of monetizing more out of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that's my cynic side of it. Think, yeah, that they just want to put more ads in our videos. You know, whether you like it or not, it's going to happen. They're basically saying we're going to play ads at the beginning, at the end, in the middle, you know, even if you don't say anything. I think that's mm-hmm. kind of reading between the lines. That's what is happening. Um, but I personally never really, I think at the beginning I was a little bit afraid of putting ads in the video. Um, so I was selecting when to put it and how many as well. Before the last, at least two years, mm. um, I just say, yeah, I, I don't want to manage the ads, but I go in and, and see if they put an ad where I'm in the middle of saying something important, you know, then of course I don't want it to be interrupted. So, but what I found is because my videos, most of my videos have a, a bit of an interlude with music, even if it's like five seconds between a subject That's and another, I'm moving from here to outdoors and I do a little break. That bit of music then gets, uh, that, gets the chopped. And, up and I think that, yeah. That's fine. And if they put an ad in there, it doesn't feel like it's, it feels like a natural break anyway. Mm, mm. Um, so I'm okay with, with them managing the mid roll ads for me. I, I, I never go in there and add more or remove them. So, but I know people, you know, in a, some people do it too much. Like, like in a 10 minute video, there's like several breaks. And I think that's, that's too much. 
But you know, you get and, you get lots of money for that. So I don't know. Yeah, my my yeah. audience will probably unsubscribe if they see that. I, I don't know. I don't know because uh, I, I think there's no there's no skippable ads now, are there? That I think that was one of the changes that came in as well. I, I seem to think I read that. Uh, yeah, well. and there's been a lot of noise recently about monetization and what they're doing to creators and some some people like yourself are right, being impacted by, mm. by some random stuff and um mm. i think they're all related to be honest and, and I, I follow this guy i think i mentioned him before in, on this channel um someone rosman or something and he did a video about about this because he, he thinks well i think there was a, with the ad blocker initially right they they blocked yeah. people from using ad blockers um but yeah it's it is in the last two, three months, they've been doing quite a few changes around monetization and it's, I think it's all related, really. I, I can't help but think it's not because this thing blew up this, well, really this summer. I know it was a little bit before that, but it really got to a peak of this invalid traffic, which I still think is is affecting me. And I think in my case, there was one particular video that it all mm. seems linked to. It's a pixel video. Yeah. And it all, it, it, I posted it right on the, uh, you know, within a couple of days of me getting this this warning in studio saying about this invalid traffic thing. Mm. Um, and, and it just seems too coincidental. Now they're saying, right, yeah. we're, we're changing rules on skippable ads and we're going to be in control where the ads go. I don't know if they're feeling their collar being felt by somebody. They thought well, they needed to clean their house up. Yeah, th that guy I mentioned, one of the things he exposed was the fact that a lot of advertisers were, you know, digging d digging deep into where's my where's my ads going? And they found a whole load of issues with ads being uh, shown on devices that couldn't play the ad. Yeah, uh, uh, ads being shown on you know on mute, so you couldn't actually hear what what the ad was saying. Mm. There's lots. There, there were always lots of issues, and people started to to realize. Hang on, you know, I'm paying for my ads to be shown on YouTube, and I'm not getting any any. I mean, there is no way that the ads going to be getting any anything. Like, there's creators as well. Sometimes you get. Um, I mean, I, I get once a week now. YouTube kind of promoting me to promote my videos say hey you need to, you need to promote yeah, your videos I get, like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I never say never but i never done it and i don't see why i should because you know to me it's like almost getting fake subs right mm. um but i know creators have done it and one thing that is consistent when they do is it will go to basically markets where they're known for bots effectively so you get all this bunch of subs come in and very low engagement but you know are they are they good for the channel? I don't know. So YouTube, will, you know, you pay I don't know seventy five quid. I think is the minimum uh, for for us here in the UK to do like a an ad, mm -hmm. and they'll they'll kind of show your your stuff to some people. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it feels it doesn't feel right. Um, no. So if advertisers are not seeing the return, like creators are not seeing the return. Yeah, um, I'm guessing they had to do something. That's my cynic approach and kind of no, I, I, trying to understand a little bit beyond what they publish. Yeah, I agree with you because, um, as you know, I'm very much learning on the fly this year as, as mm -hmm. the channel's begun to be monetized for whatever that means. It hasn't meant yeah. an awful lot, but, you know, it means I'm having to look at things a bit more. And when I saw this change coming and I was trying to work out how it would affect me and, mm -hmm. and then I'll link it back to this problem I had during the summer. And, and again, you know me, I mean, you know, I'm as honest as a day is long when it comes to this. I'm just working yeah. hard and I'm not trying to buy views. I'm not trying to get bots in, you know, I'm just trying to make good yeah. content and learn my craft. Yeah. Uh, and for suddenly our bosses, YouTube, to kind of be the ones that are screwing us over to some degree, just left. Because I, I honestly thought YouTube were really careful and looked after creators. And I think they still do to some degree. 
I think if, you, if you're if you're a, you know if you're a massive creator and you're generating a lot of you know kind of income, then of course you know that they'll they'll make sure that you know you don't leave to go to another platform. I guess, mm. but mm. I I don't know. I'm starting to to get worried about it because I think th- there's something that could be exciting, but it could also be an issue, which is the I forgot what it's called, but some sort of uh, basically, they're doing Brand Connect. I think so. Brand Connect. Have you heard of, the, of this? No, no. So there's a program, and I think they selected a few creators, mm. or I don't know, a bunch of creators, where you can basically connect to, connect with brands through YouTube. Right. I think that's that could be great, but it just depends how much you know how much those brands will pay you um, because coming through agencies, coming through directly just- to us, all those emails that we get, right? can be painful. I mean, actually, that, yeah. that is the, the worst thing about content creation for me right now is the channel is, is at a decent size, but the deals I'm getting through are 99% what I was getting a year or two years ago. They're not really, you know, they haven't grown yeah, the channel. Yeah. The, the, the channel size has not meant uh, up until now, in, uh, now anyway, um, better brands. I mean, the, the, mm. the same sort of level of brand. I mean, some brands are decent and they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're very respectable, but Mm. I'm not getting like amazing deals come through, you know, maybe one, once a year I'll get one that's like a TV manufacturer, uh, mm. whatever, but it, it hasn't really translated. So maybe this thing, the brand connecting will, will help people like me. It was like, okay, the channel is it's a decent size, a decent audience, you know, lots of engagement. I and mean, if you read my comments, like so, so much mm, you know, positive seen. stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe brands will look at that and say, okay, that's, that's a channel that we could advertise in but at the moment. Um, you know, that, that could be a positive way of looking at it, but another part of me will, will think, well, they, they wouldn't do it for nothing, right? They'll do it because they want to take a cut. And then you yeah. kind of, if you, if you start an engagement with a brand through them, what happens if you stop it? You know, can you then engage with that brand directly or? So just so I've got my understanding of it right then is that YouTube effectively suggesting they'll act as the agency. So they'll present to you a number of clients they've got and say yeah, that, you can approach yeah. x y and z through us yeah it's probably right. I, I don't i i've only read a couple of emails i haven't seen you know they haven't offered me that, that you haven't seen it in your studio or anything yet then you haven't no no up. some people have I, I i think in america this is coming um mm-hmm. quite a few people in america have seen it um i haven't got it mm. so yeah it, it's could be could be awesome right if if um if he cuts those crappy brands that we get like 10 emails a day sometimes you know like what what, what is all this and, and sometimes you know you end up missing good opportunities because you know some of the stuff comes through that's so much rubbish you know um well clearly i've been really careful now really mm. careful and yeah. that whatsapp group you got me involved in that's been a great sounding board because now the first thing i do as soon as i get an email in from somebody i'll go, reach out to that community on yeah. that group and say have you had the um, <laughs> I would say 10 out of 10 times I said, no, they just spam you with email, walk away, walk away. They're not worth it. They don't pay anything. They want something for free, but it's great. At least I know yeah. that other people are getting that same kind of, you know, those rubbish emails through at the same time. Yeah. And, and the sad thing is, you know, sometimes, you know, I, I'll get, I think I got one today. It was, a, it was a decent brand. They came up and I said, okay, here's, here's my rate, right? And, and it was, you know, I'm not taking the mickey. I'm, I'm kind of valuing my mm-hmm. work and mm-hmm. not charging yeah, you don't want to devalue more. it. No, exactly. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking how much would this generally, genuinely cost to make, you know, I'm like, I'm taking time off my other business sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm having to make this work. So, you know, mm. I can't do it for free. And they came back with like, in this case, 
I'll, I'll mention the amount because you know it will give you a, yeah, a, reference. A, yeah. It will give people an idea of mm-hmm. the the level of piss take. Uh, but I said, okay, my rate for this video was a sixty second integration. So sometimes it's ninety, sometimes it's two minutes. For a sixty yep. second, I'll say it's two and a half grand. Yep, uh, US dollars. So not crazy for for mm-hmm. a channel my size is actually quite low. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know they came back and said, "Okay, great." You know, detailed what they want from me in terms of the content, and then right at the end they said, um, "But the budget is too high. Um, can we do? Can we pay you three hundred dollars at the at the delivery of the video, Ooh. and then we'll pay another one hundred and fifty dollars if the re- if the video gets ten thousand views in in a day, and then we'll pay oh, you another three hundred dollars if it gets forty thousand views within five days." I was like, oh, I, I, I don't know how to respond because no. and I just got that today. I'm like, what a waste of time, right? Yeah. That's insulting as well. Because it's like, and even the time I you're spending that, emailing back I, and forth. When yeah. I had a thousand subs, right? Because it's like, no, you're taking the mickey. You want all this work, right? You know, you want me to research the product, actually test it and trust it as well. Yep, yep. Yeah. And, and, and you want to use my it's, audience, right? You came to me, right? Yeah. And now you're saying you've done the hard work of creating the audience for them, yeah. Bugger off, then, yeah. Yeah, geez, that is that is that's harsh, man. That is really harsh. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm, you know, and, and, and that you, thing is is annoying, right? Because you, you yeah. it's, it's it's only it's one email, but you know, it's a conversation that's been going three, four days, and to get to this point, it's like, oh, just it's about of interest. I'm not going to mention any brands, but people that watch your videos know the kind of brands that you might work with on a return basis. Are they easier to work with in terms of that? Do they give you certain view figures they want you to hit? Or no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm saying those like the plague. Yeah, I mean, I've done those. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and usually the bigger the brand, I mean, it's it's a mix, right? But mm. the, like, if you, I don't know, Peter McKinnon, for example, right? He, he uses Squarespace, and everyone knows now this is a big brand. So sometimes a, a creator like our size, like really small creators. Uh, we look at that and go, brilliant, right? I can associate myself with that brand as well. And, mm-hmm. and, but they probably know that as well, that, you know, you're kind of not, not just, um, you're not interested in just in working with them because they will pay well, you know, because they're probably putting some value on the fact that, you know, you're getting some street cred basically. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they will pay you peanuts basically, um, mm. at, at my level anyway. So I've done those. Because, you know, sometimes it's not just about the money, it's about the halo effect, right? You want to be associated with a brand that's recognizable. Of course. And the product is decent. I'm a customer as well. So there's a lot of that that goes on. Mm. Um, But most of the time, uh, I look at the the product and go, you know, yes, I could could do this video. And most of them want a dedicated video as well. And they're like, can you do a dedicated video? It's like, oh my gosh. And I will do it if, you know, if I really trust the product and and if the money money makes sense and I'm excited about the content, but I've been bitten so so badly uh, this year I think a couple of times by dedicated videos. Yeah, but um, you said you've walked away. I know when we were having lunch one time during the summer, you said I'm just doing less and less of these now because I'm losing views and yeah. they're just not worth it to the channel. Yeah, I think I did two or three this year, and one of them was was a nightmare. I had to go public on Twitter and say these people are not paying. Oh yes, we talked. I about remember that, on the pod, that one? Didn't we? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. They ended up paying, but it 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 was a fight, right? It was like mm. I had to I had to basically threaten legal action mm. and all sorts, and I had other creators as well help me 
because they were emailing other creators at the same time and engaged with other creators and you know um and you obviously did who we had here actually emailed yeah. them and said because you're doing this to alex i'm not doing it i'm dropping uh, it. a funny story actually this week uh another creator i won't mention him because he might not want to this to, mm -hmm. be, to be known mm -hmm. but yeah i had another creator exactly the same situation they produced a video um different you company know, Different company completely, but yeah, similar situation where agreed payments, this is the thing, right? There was no contract. It was just an email in this case. Um, and they, you know, they decided to, no, the video didn't do well or the video didn't, it didn't get an approval or whatever, you know, for, for the description, whatever it was, the excuse said, we're not paying. Mm -hmm. So they reached out to me, you know, after he told me this, I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I emailed them back and said, because you're doing this to, to this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, oh, you I'm were about interested. to work with them. Yeah, I was I was gonna entertain because it was actually a product right. that makes sense uh, for yeah. an integration. Yeah. So I said until you solve that problem, I'm not doing and you should be aware that you know the creator community is is small, small but very, very strong. Um and those WhatsApp groups and you know the things that we have, they they they're they're really, really useful, right? In, in any industry I'd say that that's really important to to know your competitors. But in, in the content creation, we probably don't see ourselves as competitors, right? We see ourselves as, as a group and it's, yeah, I've it's really never good. come across that at all. Never have yeah. I come across anyone trying to sort of withhold or get one up. It's always been, yeah. we're all in this together because we've all got a different space, even though we're talking about the same thing. We've got, yeah, and there's enough, there's enough way. out there, right? For everybody. It's just, um, I think it, it's, um, it's frustrating when brands try to take the mickey like that because they, they probably don't know that naively, right? They probably don't realize that we talk. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And um, uh, may I just say my extreme and expansive knowledge of one sponsor, <laughs> MacPaw have been brilliant to deal with. They have been yeah, really, that's really good. Want, right? and they, they couldn't be easier. That. It couldn't be nicer. You know, they didn't ask for anything of approval. They didn't ask for any kind of view figures. They just said, look, put it in the first... Uh, three minutes i think is all they said and yeah. you know as long as it's early on in the video oh and they all they wanted was their affiliate link right at the very top of the description so that people saw it but that's outside standard of standard stuff yeah that's standard. And even if they want uh, approval you know if they're paying for the for the ad basically mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm okay with them saying you know you you, you mentioned the wrong number here or you, you need mm -hmm. to correct this or can you mention this feature yeah exactly as long that's as fair. they are things that are not going out of your normal review right because if i do mm. a review then, then i never mention this aspect or um you know or or you're not allowed to say this and no, no one has ever said this by the way but if they if a brand says that you know, ever says that to me or you're not allowed to say this or you're not allowed to say that then I'll, i'm not in at all it's like i can't but um so even on paid video on, on integrated videos if if you honestly feel something about that product and they're saying no you can't say that you, you'd walk from it yeah, that never happened. Um, but if it, yeah, if someone says, "Oh, you can't say this or you can't point this out," I say, mm. "Hang on, that's that's not right." Because you know, and I've I've come up come up with issues before, and, and this one I had to walk away where it was a tablet accessory, mm -hmm. um, and after a couple of weeks of use, I noticed a massive issue with it. Basically, I couldn't charge the iPad effectively with it on. It's like, mm. yeah, well, that's a, that's a you know, I can't yeah, an issue. depending yeah. on the cables. Like, you know, people have different cables. So depending on the cable I use, I couldn't charge it. So I was like, okay, well, here's, here's the thing. I, will, I won't, I could do two things. And I contacted mm. the brand and I would recommend people, if you come up with issues with a product, that's normal, right? So you can mm. do two things. You can publish the video and never work with that brand again because they'll go, hang on, that, that was crap. Or do something different. Like 
point out the issue, say, this is what I found. It's a, it's a review at the end of the day, right? So you're going to find problems. Um, mm. And give the brand the opportunity to say, yes, it's okay for you to upload it and mention that we're fixing it, as an mm -hmm. example. Mm -hmm. Or in this case, they said, our engineering team will fix it. And when it's fixed, we'll come back to you and we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can work then. I think that's a better way that's of a, approaching yeah, issues of like you find it with, because, you know, I hate to go, go online and say there's a problem with a product, right? So I'd rather mm -hmm. test a product. And if there's a problem, I'll mention it in the video and then the brand can, can have an opportunity to say to me, it's okay for you to mention it, but also mention that we're fixing it with this. Mm. Yeah, because that, yeah, well, that keeps your integrity in place. You've come across an issue, you've brought it to their attention. They said, yeah, okay, fair play, but we are working on it. That, that's a good work. And, yeah, work. and it's, we're going to have issues and things that don't work quite too well. And, and we're all here for, you know, hopefully for a kind of a, a long-term thing, right? If, if you're thinking yeah. short-term, then you probably don't care, right? You're just going to go, right, I'm going to say what I want to say, mm. not thinking that next year there's a new version, there's a new cycle, mm. and that brand is probably going to, you know, going to go, we're not going to work with this guy again, right? So you've got to um, try and, you know, where possible, where the, where the brand is willing to show that they are improving and show that they, you know, that they want to build a relationship with you. I think it's good to maintain maintain that and i've sometimes to my detriment you know gave brands too, too much credit sometimes but you know um, and you just said in the long run so so kind of finishing on a, a positive note I'm, I'm really enjoying i'm so glad i started to do this i really am it's it's been a rebirth mm -hmm. for me just the, the amount of knowledge you're constantly taking on and learning and different things you know just mm. There's little nuggets you pick up along the way and you just get excited about trying something. Every week when you're starting a new video, it's just, I don't know, you get such a buzz of just thinking, okay, I've got a fresh slate this week. I can start all over again. Anything I didn't like last week, I can make it better this week. I just exactly. love that approach. Yeah. It's just no, fantastic, it's, it's isn't it? It's a great, yeah, it's great good. I mean, so, There are definitely, it's a roller coaster, right? There's definitely oh, hell yeah. times when you go like today. But, you know, I I think to, what I learned this week was, and, I, and I've, I've, I've come across this before where, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling like, you know, you've done too much for too long, your decision-making gets impacted as well. So it what does. I've learned this week was because I was rested, I didn't upload last weekend and that was a, a brand issue. Actually, they, they didn't approve the video on time. I was like, okay, fine. Mm -hmm. But it, it meant that I didn't have to rush over the weekend, you know, mm -hmm. managing everything else. And mm -hmm. so I took a bit of a break over the weekend and took the week, you know, feeling very, very fresh and, you know, lots of creativity. So I got to today, I had another problem. And because I don't feel, you know, exhausted, I was like, okay, well, that's not an issue, right? I can, I can deal with this. I can, I can. So I was able to kind of make decisions and just contacted the brand and say, well, the video is uploading tomorrow uh, instead of today. I'll go home tonight, have dinner, you know, enjoy time yeah, with my family. Actually, life, and then yeah. edit the video later or, or tomorrow as well, a little bit. So exactly. It, exactly. It, it, it does help having a fresh, a fresh, head um sometimes or because you, you, last three months like you said you know it's been a it's been grueling really you can't um, be tired and creative it just doesn't work you know unless you're a big yeah. enough business that you can palm off some of the other duties to somebody else to take care of but most of us are doing all of this by ourselves and if you get to yeah. the point where it's feeling a chore and you're, you're realizing you've been sat in that same room for eight nine ten hours yeah there's a point at which you're just not going to be giving your best no, and, and sometimes, and this morning was another example where there's this bit in the intro where I'm, I'm trying to get my head around how do I keep people watching the first few seconds, right? Because it's so hard. I mean, I, I can see improvements, but they're so tiny, but they are improving where 
you know, I'm getting punchier and, and shorter and more to the point uh, at the beginning. But so many people still skip those first few seconds. And I'm kind of you know, trying to learn what can we do to kind of improve that? So this yeah. morning, on the drive here, I, I thought, okay, I know what I'll do. I'll just kind of, you know, show straight away, not, not, not mess around, show straight away what I'm going to do and then explain a little bit, you know, what the process, is in the, in the process has been in the video. And I've seen a lot of creators do this where they, they show the effort that the video was to make. Mm-hmm. And somehow when they do that, you know, the theory oh, is re- that it will, it will get people bring- to value more straight away. Because yeah. some, some people, and most of the people hitting your, your channel for the first time, well, most people watching your videos are people who never seen you before, which is mm-hmm. a crazy thing to, to realize. Right? When you realize that, it's like, okay, I'm talking to someone new pretty much all the time. So, um, uh, yeah, it was good to re- be reminded of that. And then, so, uh, yeah, because I was feeling fresh, I was feeling positive, you know, and it was sunny as well. So I went out. And just recorded a, a bit outside explaining, you know, a little bit of what the video is going to be about and kind of, you know, showing people value straight away because, you know. Yeah, a nice entry reel. Yeah. And, and I, like I said, if I, if I was knackered, um, I would probably just head down, edit nonstop, you know, in between my meetings and kind of. But yeah, it was nice had- to kind of feel not feel exhausted for yeah for yeah the, the last two videos the intros and a lot, i've done something new on this one i'm actually a tiny bit proud of it it, it kind of, you know when you get a vision in your mind of how it's gonna be mm. and okay it never ends up quite like that i give up on those so many times every week like, i know <laughs> but, but exactly it's got what, somewhere, and then yeah, you get I, like oh my god this is difficult <laughs> yeah, well, last week's one, I don't know if you've seen it, but both, both are centred around actually buying music. So I've been using Licked for the last couple of weeks. Good and bad things to say about them. Yeah, That's I'm another using podcast. that in, in tomorrow's video as well. Yeah, yeah good so and bad, they, exactly. Yeah. They, so they've had my 25 quid two weeks running. Um, but uh, it does make a difference when you've got a recognisable song in it and it, it just drives a different energy rather than just that same mundane, not elevated music, you know what I mean. so many good comments about because I'm, yeah. some videos I'm, I'm foregoing the the monetization because I'm using commercial songs um, like I think I used Rolling Stones yeah, I used Rolling Stones in the last one so yeah, yeah. That, I'm never going to get a penny for that but the but, comments I'm getting about the music choice and, and how I used it it's it makes, yeah. it makes max, massive difference to the video so sometimes I'm thinking especially if the video is sponsored do I need that extra yeah exactly I mean if the video does well right, it's 200 maybe 300 quid I think I'd, I'd rather because you know I'm already being paid for this video. I, yeah, well, last so week I did obviously. Yeah, well, I, I had the, the benefit last week of that video being paid, so so that was mm-hmm. kind of okay. This week it's not, but equally I kind of thought we're building on the success of last week's video. I just wanted to keep mm-hmm. that energy going. Let me a favour, watch the first twenty five seconds of today's. I felt bad it was twenty five seconds, but I think you'll see what I mean. That it's kind of all right. It's not yeah, indulgent. I'll, I'll I don't think it's later, indulgent. Yeah, it goes up at seven tonight, but so. But um, so you well, why in, seven? That's a good. That's a a question. Uh, why seven? Well, uh, it, my YouTube channel says that many of my viewers are going to be there at that time. Oh, Last right. week, Licks actually did me over, and oh, I was intending everything will upload. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. We'll keep that for another another time. Yeah. And I, I did moan about them on Twitter, and I'll, I'll give you that story. It's there to see. But anyway, anyway. So last Friday, I was sitting here with the video all done and dusted. I was just waiting for approval on the song, license, you know, approval. Ended up at about ten past seven. I put it up, and it was it had a thousand views within mm, two hours or something. I thought, okay, right. and it was ninety percent America. The views. 
or 85% America. Um, so I thought, okay, well, it kind of worked last week. It's a kind of similar subject this week. Let's, mm. you know, if it ain't broke, don't yeah. try and fix it. Work yeah, then. Exactly. Why shouldn't it? So that's why it's going up at 6.55, just before 7 o'clock, to try and get into that cycle and see what happens. But it's a short one, so it's only worked out to eight minutes because most of mine recently have been sort of 12 to 15, 16, which are quite long videos. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't happened. know if my if using music is, is doing more harm than good or whatever, it's hard to tell because, no, you know, I, I, because I like in some it. cases they are, they are blocked in some territories. So the music, yeah. is, you know, if they're not on licked, for example, mm. um, yeah, you, you, you can get blocked in Russia, for example, more, most of them are Russia blocked. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if that's impacting the video. I mean, I don't get many viewers from Russia anyway, but I, I don't, I don't know if YouTube's algorithm is, using that as a way of saying, okay, we, we can't push it too much because there's a, mm. an extra risk here, maybe? I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for the time being, I've, I've gone the, the route of using, buying genuine licenses. It, it can't, it won't necessarily do it all the time. But even when I'm watching it back on the final, you know, and as you know, you and I watch our videos endless times before they go up. Mm. And, and normally you're fed up to the back teeth, that same incidental music this time, because it's actually, and this week particularly was a track mm. I really like. Last week I used Bruno Mars. Not necessarily a massive Bruno Mars fan, but it wasn't a bad track. Twenty four K, I think, was. Yeah, was I've looked at it several it. times to look, and it's just too for me. Anyway, it's like too upbeat, and sometimes like okay, that's that's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, and, and it won't work for every video. Yeah. Then I have this kind of thing because my background, of course, was rare soul, like proper, really ridiculously rare soul vinyl. And I'm I, I'm selling out now. I'm playing this bougie music. But of course, it's a different audience. They're not listening to me for my musical knowledge. It's just to make something entertaining to listen to and watch. Yeah, yeah, so that's a, yeah. a different kettle of fish. So tonight's one is going to be Jamiroquai. Nice. Yeah. yeah that's the go. thing with, bit- with Licked, you know, you, you find uh, so few songs that you go, okay, I want to, so I'm using, I think, I've got Sam Fender, I think it is. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, um, my daughter, know. no, my daughter knows his keyboard player. They went oh, to the same nice. university. There you there go. You. My, my what's that? Seven circles or three circles of knowing somebody famous. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Haven't the faintest who Sam Fender is, but I've heard the name. Yeah, I think I used Fat Boys Lim last time, which is which is oh, yeah. a bit crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I just wish they had more more songs. Uh, there, mm. there's a lot of songs in there, but they're, they're not songs that I would use in, in my videos. No. No, I just happened to come across this Jamiroquai one because obviously being a bit of a soul and I wanted something at least I kind of like. So yeah, I, I can I can deal with giving JK a few quid. That's all. Yeah. Go and buy another yeah, and Ferrari. It's, it's fine. Sometimes they've got the artist, but they don't have the, the right song from the artist. He's like, oh. Yeah, because I was like, really hoping they might have had. Brilliant. The, the one track I want from Coldplay isn't there, but everything else is. Uh, yeah, like, I saw that a load of theirs in there, funny enough. They yeah. did come across. And I was I hoping the stars ones. Like, it wasn't there. Uh, uh, and I was hoping maybe it was old enough now they might have the Jacksons, some of the, the not not the Jackson 5, but when they were the Jacksons and much more soulful. I thought, oh, maybe some of the, yeah. that, no, you can't get anything of like that. No. None at all. It's, I've it, seen it, lots it, of people use um, classical music because yeah. those are in the, they're seen as in the public domain so they can use them and not get copyright. Mm. Uh, so you can use like Beethoven and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you've got a video go up tomorrow, as we, Saturday. Tomorrow, I will do a quality edit this evening instead of a nice, rushed edit. Nice, um, yeah, nice and relaxed, chill. be good. Nice yeah, bit good. of food first, settle down. Yeah, yeah. Take the MacBook home with you. No, exactly. Yeah. I like the sound yeah. of that. I like the sound of that. Right, I think we've done good. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be back in two weeks' time. Nice to try and get together before Christmas, do a podcast together. 
yes. see if we can make some time to do that. And Definitely. I know you've and got I think mind we might have some, a guest. Hopefully. I was going to say you've reached out to somebody. Yeah, let's yeah. hope that comes through as well. So somebody from the States, yes. possibly. Yes, yeah. good stuff. Good stuff. A good friend. Okay. It's been fun as ever. We'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. Don't forget to get in touch with us. And thank you for watching, listening, viewing, however you're doing it. Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's how we love to put it aside and just do it. And I'm glad we both seem a little bit more relaxed this time through as well. It's like, yeah, it's Friday night. Time to unwind now. Yeah, do it. Okay. Uh, we'll see you. We'll see you all in a couple of weeks' time. Cheers.